Hey y'all, welcome to Girl What You Doing Podcast, a podcast that was created just for you, a podcast that was created to snatch your edges and get you all the way together as we talk and we go through different scenarios and things that people have gone through, including myself, we're going to reason together because sometimes life will make you stop and say, girl, what are you doing? And you have to collect yourself. Well, guess what? We're going to collect ourselves together. We're going to create a plan so that we can be a better us, so that we can heal and grow and go into our destinies the way that we're supposed to. Thank you for tuning in to Girl, What You Doing? Come on, let's listen. Hey, y'all. Welcome to Girl, What You Doing? podcast. I am your host, Shalene, and I am so very excited that yet another week you have decided to tune in and come see about your girl. Y'all miss me. I know. I missed y'all too, but I am so very grateful. There are millions and millions of podcasts that you could have tuned into, but you came to see about your girl. You tuned into this one, and trust me, I greatly greatly appreciate your presence and your views and your thoughts and your prayers. I'm here for, and I'm here for you. So look, this is episode four, y'all. I'm so excited about this episode, and I'm also so very nervous. I want this to be a transparent platform. Transparent to a certain extent, because what I'm not going to do is tell you all my business. (laughs) We're not going to do that. But I want to be transparent enough where I am helping someone get over some things or let them know that they are not by themselves in certain situations. And so on this episode, I have no notes, y'all. This is straight coming from the heart of God, what I have prayed about, and I have asked God, what is it that you want me to say to your people? What part of my life do you want me to share to help your people come out of whatever they're in? And y'all, when he told me what I needed to say, I was like, wait a minute, G. <laughs> wait a minute, hold on. You don't love it too much. But I am serious when I told him, God, I belong to you. I am yours. If you heal those things, if you heal me and heal those things that I have brought to you, God, you can have me and I will speak what you will have me to speak. So therefore, that is what I'm doing today. The topic of this podcast is your invitation is different. Your invitation is different. Now, let me set the basis for this podcast today. My prayer is that this podcast reaches people who are wondering why they don't fit in. They are wondering why they're not getting invited to things. People are not including them in things. They feel awkward when they're in different areas and different situations, when they try to fit in and conform themselves to be like others just so that they can fit in and and be wanted, be liked, want to have friends. This podcast is for you. Whether you admit it or not, because there's some that's going to be like, I don't act like that. I've never dealt with the spirit of rejection. I'm good. I've always been popular. Then good, boo-boo. This ain't for you. It's fine. Pass it on to somebody else. But this is for people who have been like myself, who have suffered from low self-esteem, who could not wonder for the life of them why people didn't want them around or why they want to invite it to certain things or why when you try to be nice to people, you know, they not liking you for whatever reason. Let me help you today because God helped me. So let me help you with this situation. Your invitation is different. 
I know my, my goal is to help people come out so they can help others come out. My life has not been a, how am I say this? My life has not been um, all uh, diamonds and, and, and rubies and things of that sort. I have had a hard life. I've had a lot of loss. I've had a lot of traumatic things happen to me. Some things because of my decisions and some things that had absolutely, I had nothing to do with. But I have always found my myself in a position where I never fit in with anybody. I never fit in with a group of people. I never fit in with the popular people, not even in school, high school, middle school, nothing. I never fit in with people. Now, do I have an awesome personality? <laughs> of course. <laughs> Yes, but I've never fit in with a group of people. Um, as for women, you know, we like to be around people. Everybody want good girlfriends. They want somebody that you can laugh and kiki with and go out to brunch with. But some of us just don't have that. Some of us just do not have that group of people where we're like, you know, Oh, we all going out this weekend or we're going on girls trip or girl, what you doing? Let's go here. Let's go there. Uh-uh. No. And I used to struggle so bad. Even um, as a child, I used to be like, oh, well, I don't never fit in. I don't fit in with nobody. And my self-esteem was so low and I was so broken and I was so, I was dealing with the spirit of rejection, but at that age, I didn't know what that was. Now I know what it is and how it manifests and how that thing works and comes out in different ways. But as a child, I didn't know that. And what I started to do is to fit in, I started acting like other people or the things that they liked, even though I didn't really like it. I start acting like I liked it because I wanted to belong. I wanted to be with that group of people. If they were gossiping and carrying on and being messy, even though that's not something that I really wanted to do, I would be heavy in it. I would even try to start a conversation of messiness so that I can just be included and be involved in that. Now, let's be real. Every once in a while, some of us like to have a little messiness in our spirit. Now, if you say, no, honey, that ain't me, the devil is a lie, and so are you, okay? But I used to do things that were out of my character so that I could belong to another group of people so I could feel wanted, so I could feel loved. Not only with friendships, but in relationships as well. But that's a whole nother topic and we'll get to that later on down the road. But we start to do things so that we can just be included. We want to be loved. We want to be invited. We want our invitation. Okay? So, I'm coming to let you know you know, me and me and G that we 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 teamed up together, okay? To come and let you know, you don't have to do that. That's not necessary. That's not necessary at all. It's okay to be who you are. It's okay not to fit in. It's okay not to be invited. 
it's okay not to be called to ask, hey, let's go out to eat. Or, hey, would you like to come over and do this? Or, hey, we're going this way. It's okay. Your invitation is different. Your invitation is different. What you have to understand is God has such a way of protecting us that we don't even know that we're being protected. We would rather whine and pout. God, why can't I be around them? Why can't I be in this group? Why can't I hang out with these people? Why, 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 why? And it sounds like wham, 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 wham. When God is really trying to protect what he has instilled in us, my God, I'm going to try to keep myself together because I'm very expressive. Like in church, honey, I can't stay still to save my life. I have a seat, but I don't always stay there. Judge your uncle. But anywho, God has a way of protecting us so well that we don't even know that we're being protected. And because we don't know we're being protected, we will whine. We will cry. We will get in our feelings and our emotions, and then we will become depressed and we'll start being sad or we get angry about that thing and we start doing things our own way. God had to preserve what was inside of us that he instilled in us that we didn't even know about. Some of us don't even know about it. Some of us are just coming to understand and know God has put some things down on the inside of us that he had to protect. He had to protect us by keeping us secluded, by being in the wilderness. Let me tell you something, baby. Being in the wilderness and being by yourself is one of the hardest things that you will go through if you do not embrace it properly. You can go in the wilderness kicking and screaming, but you still going. You are still going. You're going to be in the wilderness as long as he needs you to be in the wilderness so he can process you because he sees where he's taking you. He knows where he's taking you. He hasn't revealed it to you yet because you can't even handle being in the wilderness. So how are you going to handle him showing you where you're going to go? We like to skip the process and being, and part of the process is being in the wilderness. Part of the process is being set apart. The Bible said, come from amongst those. We're not, not going to be like everybody else. We have to be separate. We have to be set apart because there's something down on the inside of us that's going to help those who are out. But how can we help those who are out if we are mingling with those who are out and doing the same things that they're doing? If they cussing, I'm cussing. If they drinking, I'm drinking. If they screwing, oops, excuse me. If they screwing, I'm screwing. Let's be real about it. We find ourselves conforming to the people we are around because we want to be around people. We want to be accepted. We want to be loved. It's such a deep earning on the inside, such a void that we want to belong to a group of people instead of just being okay with belonging to God. That was a very hard lesson for me. And even at moments, I'd be like, all right, God. All right now, okay, been out here for a minute now. You know, 
I want to go to brunch. <laughs> I want to go to brunch, G. Like, what's going on? But I have to remember that it's part of a process. I can't skip the process. I have tried to finagle the process. I have tried to speed up the process. I have tried to fake it, to make it through the process. No, you just have to go through the process. Young lady, middle-aged lady, older lady, whoever, whatever age lady, and, you know, my podcast is for everybody, even though it says, girl, what you doing? It's for everybody. But today I am talking to the women. We have to understand that our invitation is different. It is different because of what God has put inside of us. It is different because of the plans that God has for us. And we have to learn to accept it. We have to ask God, and my prayer has been for a while now, God, help me to appreciate the process. Help me to not be so caught up in wanting to have friends that I miss you. Heal those parts of me, God, that are yearning to be accepted by others uproot those things that are rooted so deeply in me those voids dig up the roots god and when you dig up the roots there's going to be holes there but god fill it with your love and your understanding and your spirit because i have to remember that this thing is not about me it has to do with me but it ain't about me my journey isn't about me. It's about God and helping somebody else. So that has been my prayer lately. Let me tell you something. something. That song, she's a runner, she a track star. Baby, my shoes had fire on the back of them. I was running so hard. Okay. I was running so hard. But then it just got to the point where, okay, God, look, I'm tired of running. I don't have enough lung air in my lungs to keep running. And my arms are not long enough to box with you. So I give up. Whatever it is that you want me to do, I'm here, Lord. I surrender. You get a whole yes from me. I ain't taking it back. I'm not putting the running shoes back on. I know it's not going to be easy. But I know that you have need for me. And at the end of the day, y'all, God has need for us. We can't fit in with everybody. We can't be in every conversation. We cannot be connected to everybody. Because some of us have certain gifts. Some of us have word of prophecy. Some, some of us are prophetic. Some things God will show us in dreams and this, that, and the other. And you don't ever want familiarity to be confused when you're trying to give somebody a word familiarity is is very dangerous 
to is very dangerous, especially when God is trying to do something for somebody and he's using somebody that you know. Sometimes you don't always receive the word because you feel that you're there giving you a word based on the conversation that y'all have had. It used to bother me really bad that my phone don't ring. I'm just I'm just being really real. It's been days in the past, not now, but in the past years where I have literally sat and cried and looked at my phone and said, God, you know what? Nobody really likes me. They do not want to be around me. And I haven't done anything to anybody. What's wrong with me? And of course, the devil, you know, he get the timing in and he need to just shut up and go sit down somewhere. But now I'm to the point where I am. Let me tell you something. If my phone ring through the day, it's either an emergency or it's my son. And I'm okay with that. Because I feel confident enough to know that when God speaks to me about somebody, it's not because I've been on the phone conversating with somebody else and they told me their situation. I take pride in that. Nobody can say they were on the phone with Shalene and they were talking junk about somebody else and they knew their business. Let me tell you something. I don't know stuff until stuff is over. And I'll be like, for real? Ain't nobody told me nothing. And I'm okay with that now. Because my invitation is different. My invitation is different. Before I go to some Bible stories, I want to say something else. To people who are nice in spirit and you become nice to people and you're loving to people and you come across people who just don't like you and they ain't studying you. Let me tell you what my mother used to tell me. People don't like you because you did something to them. People don't like you because your spirit and your anointing is aggravating their demons. <laughs> yes, honey. And I was like, okay, girl. Back then, years and years ago, because my mother died when I was 19. So she told me this when I was like 17 years old. At 17, it really didn't mean much to me. Because I'm a young girl, I'm a teenager, I'm in high school, and I want friends. I want to be around people, and I'm trying to figure out why people don't like me, and this, that, and the other. And I'm like, Mom, what is it? What's going on? She's like, girl, I'm trying to tell you. It ain't you. Their demons are aggravated by the anointing that you carry. Because you don't see what you carry don't mean other people don't see what you carry. And that is the key, one of the key parts in us being set apart and us not belonging and us not fitting in is because we carry something and other people see that we carry something and we start aggravating their demons. And so they can't move like they want to. They can't act like they want to if you're around. They can't talk like they want to if you're around because your anointing that you're carrying and half of us didn't even know we were carrying it. It was agitating people. So no, they didn't want to be around you. No, they didn't want to invite you. No, they didn't want to talk to you. They didn't want to call you because you're not that you won't allow their demons to flow like they want to. 
But y'all, I want y'all to embrace that. Embrace the fact that you're not always invited. That you're not always called. Because once again, your invitation is different. It is different. And once you start to look at yourself as being different, not better. Let's not get arrogant and cocky about this thing. You're different. You're set apart. You're set apart. We have to remain set apart so that we can do the work of the Lord so that we can, when he draw the people, we help him deliver them. My pastor preached a message, let them go. And she was talking about Lazarus and, and when he died and Jesus heard about it. And let me tell you something, she walked that thing. You hear me, Pastor Latoya Bruin to hey. <laughs> but she walked that thing because one of the main things she said was that God called him out. But he used the people to loose him from their rags, from the, the dead clothing that was on him. That thing messed me up. It was so heavy in that. It was so heavy in what she said because I heard what she said, but I also heard other things in what she said. God called forth a cadaver, a dead man that was wrapped in clothing. He drew him out. He called him out. But he told the people to unwrap and loose him from those rags. Y'all, we're the people that he's going to be calling to loose people from their rags. And how can we be ready to loose the people if we want to be around everybody all the time and be in the know and be around we got to be set apart got to be consecrated y'all our invitation is different all right let's let's go to the bible now i don't have no notes and i'm gonna be honest with you when it comes to the bible i get things jumbled up because i do have i am dyslexic so i'll switch things up in a minute so y'all just bear with me have grace with me it's, I, I kind of, you know, when it comes to the Bible, come like Medea. Okay, just, just work with me. All right. So, let's go with the book of Esther. Esther would be a nobody in these days. Okay, she was an orphan. She was nobody significant at one point. Nobody really even knew who she was. She wasn't invited to everything. She wasn't called Ness to go out to brunch. She wasn't the it girl. She just was Esther. Okay? She was set apart. Nobody knew who she was. She ain't had no full set she ain't had no pedicure she ain't had no inches her eyebrows won't arch she you know what i'm saying she didn't have a, her face beat okay nobody knew who esther was but guess what esther's invitation was different because even though we didn't know who she was at first i bet you knew who she was by the end of that book 
Because, baby, Esther became a queen. She became a queen. Her invitation was different. She started off set apart. But she ended up in the palace. Come on with me, God. Let me tell you something. God rocked my soul when I was reading this. I said, okay, Father, okay. I'm going to keep it cool in here. That's Esther, y'all. And Esther saved her people. Esther saved her people from being annihilated. Okay? God used Esther to save her people. Took her from being a nobody to being a somebody. Her invitation was different. Okay? Um, come on, let's go to the, well, Ruth and Naomi. Let's go to Ruth and Naomi. Baby, Naomi served Ruth. Or did Ruth serve Naomi? Amen. Let's put it this way. They went from getting the scraps from the garden to being in the palace, to being at the dinner table. Y'all know the story of Naomi and Ruth. You know what I'm talking about. She went from gleaning to sitting at the table with Boaz. Come on. She, her invitation was different. Because when she would come glean, the other maidens that were gleaning would talk about her, would laugh at her. But baby, she went from gleaning behind them to chilling with Boaz. Her invitation was different. I got one more for you. Hannah. And Penina. Hannah wanted a baby so bad that she prayed and she wept and she wept. But Penina mocked her, talked about her, talked junk about her. If Penina was in these days, she'd be all over TikTok and Facebook and Twitter and Instagram talking about how Hannah couldn't do something, couldn't provide. But guess what? Hannah's invitation was different. Her invitation was different because while Penina was talking about her and demeaning her and talking down on her, Hannah was in God's face. She was set apart. She was set apart. Her invitation was different. And God ended up blessing her with the very thing that she asked for. There is a blessing in your invitation being different. There is a blessing in being set apart. There is a blessing for not being in everything around everybody. There is a blessing. Even though in the, in the middle of it, it is lonely. It is very lonely. But it is setting you up for something even greater. I am telling y'all, do not despise not being invited, not being light, not being in the in crowd. Do not despise it. Appreciate it. 
because God is protecting the very thing that he has instilled in you. He is perfecting those things so that when it's time for your invitation to come, baby, <laughs> you're going to come out and they're going to be like, where's she come from? Wait a minute. Ain't that so-and-so? Girl, mm. oh, okay then. Well, dang, maybe we should have invited her. We didn't know she was going to turn out like that. We didn't know she was going to be a boss like that. We didn't know she was going to do all that. Your invitation is different. It's different. And it's, it's, it's worth it. It's worth the dry phone. It's worth not giving accolades. Because, you know, a lot of people who are set apart and who are not called out and who is not giving thanks publicly, we are the same people that people call secretly for prayers. We are the same people that when they have an issue or they're hurting and they need somebody to talk to, they can talk to us in secret, but they can't let people know that they're talking to us. We are the same ones that are praying for them when they don't even know about it. The same ones that they don't invite, the same ones that don't come to, they don't invite to birthday parties or baby showers or out to eat or on trips. We are the same ones that when they need to get a prayer through or they need something or they're in a moment of hurt, they call us and that's a very hurtful and angry place to be in to know that i have been your friend in the secret but you will not let people know i'm your friend in public that is a hurtful thing but yet and still we have to stay our course we can't get angry we can get angry but we can sin not that's a hurtful thing to know. I've had your back. I've been there for you. I prayed for you. I've helped you even when I didn't have. I was there. And you don't even have the decency to letting people know, oh, yeah, I know her. Or I've been with her. Or she had my back. Or she encouraged me. Or she helped me. No. You act like you don't even know us. And we're supposed to continue to smile. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. And we're continuing to pray. We have to continue to pray for you. Yes, we do. But that's when you know you're mature. When you can pray for the same ones who have prayed on you, the same ones who will not acknowledge you in public, but they want to hang with you in private. That's when you know you're mature. But that's also when you put in a godly boundary. I can pray for you, should. I can pray for you, Shug, but I have to set a boundary. You and I can't kiki in the dark no more. We can't laugh and you can't hang with me in the dark and behind the scenes. And then when everything is good and you're around your friends, you act like you don't know me. No, ma'am. No, sir. I got to put a godly boundary up because I can't allow your actions to take me out of my place because I'm going to get mad and I'm going to want to throw hands because you have used me. To your advantage, we can't have that. A godly boundary has to go up. I can pray for you. I can love you. But I can't allow you to use me for your benefit and think it's okay. Because I'm a Christian, I'm supposed to just be like, oh, it's okay. No, it's not okay. And I will not allow you to do that to me anymore. I came to encourage those who 
are in the wilderness who do not understand why they set apart, who do not like it. I encourage you to repent. Ask God to forgive you for whining and crying in this place because God is trying to protect you. He is trying to protect you. He's protecting what he has instilled in you because he has to use what he is putting you a different time from now. Because remember, your invitation is different. Everybody doesn't get this invitation. Everybody does not get this invitation. This invitation is only for select people, the ones he has chosen. He has chosen. It don't have anything to do with anybody else. This is who God has chosen. And we can't be upset about it. We can't cry about it. We can't be in our feelings about it. We can't allow the spirit of rejection to continue to grow and our self-esteem continue to be low and we be in a low place and we're depressed and we can't, we can't move forward. Embrace the wilderness. Is it hard? Absolutely. Is it aggravating? Absolutely. Is it hurtful? Absolutely. But we have to keep pushing because this thing is not about us. We are being used for the glory of God. He will get the glory out of everything. It ain't for us. It ain't about us. It's okay to have godly boundaries. It's okay to say no. It's okay to pray from a distance because prayer go places that you never will be able to reach. But prayer can get there. We have to learn that we need to mature for the same people who didn't invite us when we wanted to be invited. The same people who misuse us and only want to deal with us in the dark. The same people who have heard us and talked about us and didn't include us. We have to be mature enough to know that when it's time and they need something and God is saying, hey, I need you to pray for that person, that we won't allow our personal feelings to get in the way. That's why we're in the wilderness. That's why we have to go through the process. That's why our invitation is different. I came to encourage the people of God, the women of God mostly, that we cannot allow ourselves to get caught up in this wilderness place and this place of wanting to be invited and included that we forget that our invitation is different. Embrace the fact that you're not invited. Embrace the fact that you're not getting called all the time, that you don't know the latest news in the church, that you don't know what's going on with sister so-and-so and sister such-and-such. It's okay that you don't know that information. It keeps your heart clear. It keeps your ears clear, your mind clear so that you can hear what God has to say. And you know, it's not coming from another source, but it's coming straight from the source. This is what he has given me to put on in your ears today. Not a note in sight. And I was nervous, but I thank God for taking over and bringing out what it is that he wanted to say. I saw something on Facebook I posted today. It was a t-shirt and I'm gonna get that t-shirt. It says, God, keep me different. I don't mind being left out. Before I couldn't say that for real. I could say it, but I ain't mean it. Cause who want to be left out? I know I didn't, but now 
I'm cool with being left out because I know what's going on in the background. I know the process that I'm going through. I know that he's preparing me for something. I haven't seen it all, but he's shown me glimpses. In order for me to get where he has shown me, I have to go through the process. I have to be set apart. I can't be invited to everything because my invitation is different. Where he's taking me is different. Where he's taking me, I'm not sitting at other people's table. He's creating my own table. He'll create a table for you in the midst of your enemies. Come on. I understand the aggravation. I understand the hurt, but I'm telling you, stick in it. If you have to cry, cry. Don't cry too long because you get stuck in that thing. Don't get stuck. Do not get stuck. Keep it pushing. Keep it choo-chooing. You got to keep pushing. It's all right. If you have an event and don't nobody come and support you, it's all right. It is okay. If you are writing a book, if you are selling something, if you are a creative person and you have something out for purchase, let me help your spirit now. The people that you expect and think are going to support you are not always going to be your supporters. God is going to send you a group of people who are going to support you that don't even know nothing about your history. We always want people who are familiar with us to support us. Familiarity can be a dangerous thing sometimes, especially when it comes to creative people. Because when our family don't support and the friends that we think are supposed to support don't support, then we get depressed and then we don't want to do it anymore. And then we let everything in us die because we didn't have the people that we wanted to support to support. But they are not the people God has called to you. You are going to help people that don't even know how to pronounce your name. They're not going to know that you used to be insecure and you used to have issues unless you're giving your testimony. They're not going to be familiar with your story. You're going to have to tell them your story, but yet and still they're going to support. Good God from heaven. I love you, Lord. All right, y'all. I know I've gone a little bit past my time. I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry because I had to give you what was on the heart of God and what I had prayed for. And I know it was him because I didn't have a note in sight. Y'all forgive me to the Bible scholars who I might have messed up the story a little bit, but you knew what I mean. And if you read your Bible, you already know what I'm talking about. Okay. My honest prayer is that this has helped somebody. I pray that this has helped the people that have been frustrated with not being invited, who are not being supported, who are being loved in secret, but not outwardly, who are being used. I want you to ask God for forgiveness of your feel, uh, forgiveness of whining, not your feelings, because sometimes your feelings are valid. Sometimes they are, they really are, but Ask God to forgive you for whining in this season and ask him to teach you what it is that you need to be taught. Ask him to show you who you are in him. Because when you ask that, 
and he shows it to you, that thing, woo, good Lord of mercy, that thing builds up something in you and you be like, oh, okay then, I see now, Lord. But when he shows you who you are, do not become arrogant, do not become cocky, but please become confident. Walk boldly in who he has called you to be and what he has put in you, but don't mix that thing up with arrogance. This ain't your glory, it's his. Don't overstep your bounds, sweetie. Make sure you stay in line. Don't try to get in the front of the line, but stay in line. There's an order. Remember that, but be bold, be confident in who he called you to be, who he's going to show you you are. I'm telling you, it does something to you. But even so, be patient because he's going to reveal it in time. People who don't even know your name now, people who don't even consider you now, oh baby, you just wait. I have a favorite movie called My Fair Lady, and we watched it in high school. And I still watch it now sometimes, the longest movie I've ever seen in my life. But I love it. And she sings a song, Just You Wait, Henry Higgins, Just You Wait. (laughs) Just You Wait, Henry Higgins. All right. All right, y'all. Because I can, I I feel down tuning up now. I love it. I love talking about God because I know what he has done for me personally. I know the places that he has healed me personally. I came kicking and screaming and running like a track star. But now, instead of running from him, I'm trying to jog along with him. You know what I'm saying? I love y'all with the love of God. If nobody has told you today that they love you, I'm letting you know that I do love you and I want to see you get to your full potential. I want to see you birth everything that God has put down in your spirit, what he has downloaded into your heart. I want to see you create everything that he has put in you creatively. I want to see you grow and glow in God. I do not want to continue to see you be hindered in any type of way. I want to see you healed, whole, and happy, and prosperous because it is possible. It is possible through him. I love y'all. Have an amazing week. Listen, make sure you guys have a journal. Write down things. Write down how you feel. Pray. Talk to God. Write down when he answers you. Matter of fact, when when you ask him, who you are in him, write it down and date it so you can always go back and look at it. All right, y'all. Make sure you follow me on social media. I am on Instagram, Girl What You Doing podcast. I am on YouTube and I am also on TikTok. If you need to send me a message or you have a topic idea or you have a question, feel free to email me at Girl What You Doing. 23 at gmail.com girl what you doing not doing so don't put the g up there just just a note for that all right y'all see not season four come on and speak into existence come on but episode four is complete your invitation is different i love y'all so very much have an amazing week i 
pray that God continues to bless you and heal you and reveal himself to you in so many different ways. I love y'all. Bye.